Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And there is also rain and some heavy rain activity to the west of Buffalo, over Lake Erie, and stretching into Welland, Ontario. Those Canadians, I mean, if they're not sending us smoke from forest fires, they're sending us their bad weather. And I think, frankly, it's time for an all-out war with Canada to settle this once and for all, okay? I'm 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 just saying, you know, it's 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 time. It's time. Uh, I'm obviously being very facetious, and I'm just kidding. I love our neighbors to the north, and more importantly, I shall probably be crossing the border in the not too distant future. So don't take that very seriously. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBen. All right, now this this is a program that uh, I've been wanting to do. And for whatever reason, I don't know, it just uh, fell on the back burner and I just wasn't able to get it done when I wanted to get it done. And I'm going to whip it out now. Excuse me while I whip this out. I'm going to whip it out now and and see where it goes. But, you know, uh, everybody, um, everybody talks a real good game about mental illness. And there is an increasing... Uh, public health awareness of mental illness and what it does and how people should not be stigmatized for mental illness any more than they should be stigmatized for having cancer or diabetes or kidney failure or anything like that. Personally, um, I happen to believe that that's uh, so much hot air and so little reality for most people. Uh, because there still is a stigma, and I think there's always going to be a stigma for those of you who are afflicted by or affected by mental illness. And um, I am intentionally doing two, uh, I'm actually doing two topics in one because I think the two actually correlate, the mental illness thing. And remember the show we did uh, last week on addiction? I think that a lot and again, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I'm just an observer of life and human behavior. And sometimes I, sometimes I laugh about it. Sometimes I cry about it. And sometimes I just get whimsical about it. But uh, I'm not very whimsical about this particular topic. Um, if, if you personally have been affected by mental illness in your family, what is it like? Somebody once told me, that if you're in a family where there is one person who is mentally ill, basically it takes a toll on everybody else in the family. And one of the big issues is a lot of people 
who are diagnosed with mental illness, they are given prescriptions. And they take the prescriptions for a while. And after they start feeling better, for whatever reason, and I don't know what the brain mechanism is that causes somebody to do this, but for whatever reason, uh, they say to themselves, well, I feel just fine and dandy now. I guess I can throw away these pills. And then they throw away the pills, and then they have another episode of mental illness. And it has got to be absolute hell for those of you living in a situation um, like this. And I know that uh, just doing a little bit of uh, research here uh, before the show, I know that, uh, you know, a lot of times what happens is uh, people start to manifest symptoms of mental illness between like the ages of 18 and 24. And it's not unusual, and I hate to keep referencing the show, but uh, not unusual for uh, somebody to go away to school and then you as a parent get a call that uh, your kid is basically off his or her rocker, like uh, Meadow Soprano's roommate in The Sopranos. Uh, remember the girl who kept uh, pulling out her hair? And uh, yeah, and, and it, it was a very unfortunate situation. But I, I believe that addiction and mental illness do go together because I think in a lot of cases, people who have mental illness uh, who do drugs, I think they're doing the drugs to self-medicate for their mental illness. Instead of using prescription drugs, instead of uh, waiting in line to see a psychiatrist, uh, they are just going to the street. And I'd kind of like to know, and I'm going out on a limb, and I know it's not Mental Health Awareness Month or anything like that, but um, obviously this is a subject of... Uh, uh, of great interest to me because of the number of people I know who are dealing with mental illnesses in their family. And everybody I know who is in that situation says the exact same thing. It isn't just the person, it is the entire family that is involved with mental illness. And if you are the parent, the brother, the sister, the spouse of somebody with mental illness, I, I just, I, I can't imagine what it is you have to go through on a daily basis. Uh, just even to make sure that the person you care about is compliant with taking his or her medication. And it's really um, one of the, I think, I think mental illness is a huge public health crisis in America. And I think it has been exacerbated by our reliance on technology and by the fact that we have less and less human contact. We have more contact over the internet than we do face-to-face -face with actual human beings. And I think that technology, I believe, and I, I can't prove this, I don't have statistics to back it up, I think technology is actually accelerating the rise of mental illness in the world, not just in the United States, and it is depersonalizing human beings. Um, I, I, really, I really believe that. For as much as I'm dependent on the Internet, um, I also turn it off a lot. You don't see me online an awful lot on Facebook, and typically... 
I, I try to keep my Facebook page as simple and as clean as possible. So I'll post something after enough people have seen it, read it. I'll take it down just to clean up the page. I mean, it's not I mean, anybody can look it up with the Wayback Machine or whatever it is online. But uh, you know, I just I, I try not to live vicariously, or I try not to live online. Eight oh three oh nine thirty is the phone number. Star nine thirty on the cell phone and one eight hundred six one six W B E N. Uh, your experiences uh, in in your family with uh, people who have uh, mental illness. What is it like? And does it connect to the addiction issue? And I really think it does. I really believe that a lot of people with mental illness are self-medicating with stuff because they're looking for something that makes them feel better. And if the cocaine makes them feel better, they're going to do the cocaine. If the heroin makes them feel better, they're going to do the heroin or whatever it is that they happen to be on. But actually what they're doing is they're entering a vortex that will suck them deeper into the abyss. Uh, Let's go to uh, Jan in Hamburg. Jan, you are on WBEN. Welcome. Thank you. Hello. Yes, ma'am. I've been a psych nurse for 50 years. And I've worked with a lot of families. And the medication issue is, is huge. First of all, one of the symptoms of, of most mental illness is lack of insight. The person doesn't understand that they need to take medication. That's, that's one thing. They don't believe that they're ill. It's just not in their their thoughts and then a medication is prescribed and the family has to deal with trying to encourage compliance with medication well a lot of these psychiatric medications have some kind of uncomfortable side effects such as so you have people such as uh shakiness stiffness um it, uh, there's there's many many uh, a feeling of dullness particularly in somebody who's manic um they like their manic state they feel great they're on top of the world so why should they take this stuff that takes that away uh i've often wondered why med compliance isn't even more difficult because of all the the reasons that people are non-compliant but I mean, you've obviously uh, got greater you've obviously got greater insight than do I. But the people with whom I've spoken who have mentally ill people within their sphere or within their family, their biggest single complaint is that somebody starts feeling great, or as you said, they're in a manic state, and then they stop taking the med- uh, the medication because they think they don't need it anymore, and then they stop the meds, right. and then they fall off a cliff. Right, and then they decompensate very rapidly, and unfortunately, it's a cycle, and the families have to deal with this. And in trying to get the person back on the medication, because here again, when they decompensate, they don't have an insight into their illness and into their behavior and into their effect on the family. That's, that's all out the window, all, all that they know is somebody's trying to give them something for a problem that they don't have, and it makes them feel lousy. 
So it's med compliance is a is a huge, huge part of mental health care. And okay, but let let's just can, let me just uh, if if we can just uh, backtrack just for a moment. How difficult is okay. it? One of the other complaints that I hear from people who have mentally ill people in their family is that the uh, cocktail, the psychiatric uh, drug cocktails, always have to be readjusted and realigned, and the body chemistry is always changing. And you know, right. they feel they, they feel like they're on a roller coaster of which med, how much med, how often, etc. Can you uh, address that? Right. It's, it's not an exact science, as you would think. You know, there's not a list of if you have these symptoms, then you take this pill, and you will have a positive response to it. It doesn't work that way. Uh, and also, it, it depends on the prescriber. Uh, some, some prescribers believe in polypharmacy. Some will, will just use the minimum amount of medication. And it, it is very frustrating for the families because sometimes there'll be a medication that seemed to, to be good in terms of controlling symptoms, but there were some side effects that made that medication not not feasible for that, that client. Some of them uh, affect the liver seriously, uh, all, all kinds of things. And the families are like, you know, well, this worked. Give this to them. And there's reasons why that particular individual can't take that medication. So, and, and the families are going, yeah, but it made them better. So, and okay, it, it, but in, in, your, in your experiences, what is the difference uh, in families that are able to successfully um, moderate somebody with some kind of a mental illness and those who do not? What, what is the role of the family and what makes the family succeed? What makes the family fail? The severity of the client's symptoms, the severity of their, in, of their illness. Someone who is seriously, persistently mentally ill is is going to drain the family. It's just it just upsets the whole dynamic. Uh, someone whose symptoms are mild and and develops a little bit of insight into their need for for the medications. That's going to be easier to cope with in the family. So there's a there's a lot of variables. Understood. It's, Understood. It's, anything anything that you want to mention, given your lengthy experience as a psych nurse, that uh, maybe I should bring up to people who are thinking about calling in. Well, the system is broken. <laughs> there there's a, a an acute lack of psychiatrists. Uh, the the state facilities all over the United States have dwindled to next to nothing um there there just aren't enough programs to support the families in the community and and they get very very frustrated with that trying to find if their if their family member decompensates what do they do and, and when know, you say decompensates you mean basically goes into breakdown mode becomes right right their symptoms increase to the point that they're they're uh not able to function 
very, very interesting. Anything else before I move on to some other folks? No, nothing, nothing I can think of. Just that, you know, my heart goes out to the families. I've worked with hundreds of them. All right, and my love. It's, it's very frustrating. I can't begin to imagine. Uh, thank you very much. I mean, just vicariously through people with uh, whom I have had um, social interactions, I know it's it's real tough. If uh, mental illness is uh, going on in your family and you want to talk about uh, the pitfalls you have encountered as a family member, um, you know, it, it, and it, the, the stigma, is it really gone? Because one of the things that people tell me is all this talk about the stigma of mental illness, uh, it is still out there no matter how much people talk about the fact that it isn't. Uh, let's go to uh, Diane in uh, Tonawanda. Diane, you're on WBEN. Hello, love. Hi. How are you? Um, I, I wanted to let you know about my niece that um, I won't mention the hospital, but we've had to take her there four times in the last two years. Because, again, she thinks she's great when she gets out and does not take her meds. So it's been four times, and she's in her mid-30s. It started late 20s. And the last three times is the last two years and one time before that. But it's not getting better. She seems fine right now. But we're all, like, on pins and needles all the time wondering, when is this going to happen again? And some family members are getting tired of it. I'm her aunt, and I will stand by her forever because her mom passed away, which was my best friend and cousin. And I was always there for those kids from the time they were born. So they know that I'm there for them, but she does not, there's nothing we can do to make her take a pill. But hmm. some people are bowing out. Well, I They're think uh, uh, from what I have heard, it is a very draining situation for the family. And um, I, I can't blame the people for bowing out because, you know, people have their own lives to live. They've got their own stresses, their own divorces, their own breakups. And sometimes the added stress of somebody else's uh, issues just becomes too much, especially when the issue is caused by somebody who refuses to take the medication they've been to prescribed. Help, to help themselves. Right. I've always said I will help people if you're helping yourself. But she's also my niece. I can't just let her go. Um, so I will always be there. But there, are, she's got three sisters. One is always going to be there. The other two, you know, it, one wants to bow out. She can't handle it. And I said, fine. I said, don't worry about that. You right. do have your own things. Not like her, but just her. Like you said, everybody has different things going on in their life and can't handle everything right away. So... I try to always be there, and her one sister will always be there, who also takes care of her son right now. Um, and she's trying to get her things back together, and she is little by little. We just don't know, is this going to happen again? And it does put a lot of stress on the people that have to pick up the pieces. It is it, not easy. 
And that's one of the reasons I'm doing this show, and I'm going to continue doing the show after the news at 3.30. I know it's not Mental Health Awareness Month because we had a lot of stuff going on that month, but I think it's time to uh, talk about this. It's been a, a while since I've done a show on mental health and mental illness, and I'm glad you called in to explain the family dynamic, which is something I hear from a lot of people. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. All right, my love. Um, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. I mean, I don't think people ought to be stigmatized for mental illness any more than they should be stigmatized for cancer or uh, diabetes. I mean, it's a disease. It happens, and it's very, very common. Um, I mean, it's pretty frightening that I'm probably one of the sanest people you'll ever hear on the radio. That in itself should alarm. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. reminds me unfortunately my buddies in back to the bars have canceled tonight's show at anal i'm sorry canal fest uh because of uh weather and the uh weather is uh moving into western new york from uh, ontario there's a really nasty band of rain uh which is just uh, well it looks like it's right over the entrance to the welland canal or i guess the exit depending on which way you're going um, and uh, rain showers uh, basically south of Niagara Falls, Tonawanda, Buffalo, Elma, Clarence, and then there's another finger of uh, rain over, uh, well, it's the north of Dunkirk, and it stretches uh, west uh, quite a ways, even down to uh, Olean. So obviously, uh, you know, the, the, the thing is, I mean, th- this summer, I, I, I said this uh, the other day, this summer has not been in in my estimation a really good summer for weather and i base that on the idea that uh, every time i want to do something outside like burger fest um the rain seems to get in the way the rain is like if if there's nothing going on it's a great day right and then if there's a lot of stuff going on suddenly uh the weather takes a, a nasty turn. Although it was perfect last night at uh, Samuel's Grand Manor for my buddies in Flipside. And yes, I always grab Mark 
Christie's buttocks uh, whenever he is singing just to try to throw him off. Don't take it seriously. We're very good friends. Not in that way. Not yet, anyway. But, um, yeah, don't be alarmed. And I want to thank the very nice people who uh, were nice enough to allow me to sit down at the table uh, with them so I could rest my back. And uh, the hardworking bartenders uh, at... uh, the fountain bars at uh, Samuel's Grand Manor. And by the way, guys, thanks for stocking Patron. I'm sure you did that just for me. Anyway, uh, it is Bowerly on News. Don't worry, I Ubered there and back. Uh, it is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. It's about the last thing I need in my life right now is a DUI. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> the way this summer has gone, well, why not? Might as well just go for broke. Anyway, uh, talking about mental illness. And I know it's not Mental Health Awareness Month, but if you are part of a family where mental illness is an issue, I'm sure you've got your own concerns. And I'm sure you've got stories uh, that you can tell us. Obviously, we don't want to violate anybody's uh, uh, confidentiality, but what is it like being in a family where you have somebody with mental illness? And I know quite a few people uh, in this situation, and it's not pleasant. And basically what I hear all the time from people, and I'm sure you've heard it too, is mental illness does not just affect the person who is mentally ill. It has a ripple effect, like a stone cast into a pond on the uh, entire family, okay? And it is, despite everybody talking about you know, it's uh, time to be upfront about mental illness. It's time to start realizing that it's a health condition, just like diabetes or cancer. Um, what I hear from people is there is still a stigma to mental illness. I mean, hell, there was a time in 2014 people thought I'd lost my mind. And then I basically proved them wrong. And I said, no, this is really happening. And here's proof of it. And just that, was, believe me, I mean, I felt totally stigmatized. I mean, it, it, it would have been easier if the paper had said, Tom Bowerly has syphilis and chlamydia. Um, I'd, I'd much rather have had that than, than what was written, um, even though I was able to um, successfully uh, prove what I was saying back at the time. Uh, and uh, it, 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 like I say, truth is stranger than fiction. But I'd much, I'd much rather be called the head of organized crime than erratic or crazy. I mean, at least that's got some romance to it, you know? I mean, I dress the part. I'm not going to lie when I wear a suit. But if uh, you are in a family... Uh, where mental illness is a problem, maybe a child, a brother, a sister, maybe a parent. 803, I I would love to hear your stories. I know it's not Mental Health Awareness Month, but what kind of problems have you had? What kind of problems have you faced? 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, you guys want me to do a show on this, and to do the show on this, I need and want your telephone calls if you and your family are affected by mental illness. Um, and I, I cannot, I mean, how do I say this? Everybody, I, I, everybody I know who has a family member with mental illness, basically it becomes, uh, what I understand, it becomes like a second job. 
it's almost like you've got your job, but then you've also got the management of the person who has the mental illness. And the strangest thing to me, and the psych nurse kind of backed me up when she called in earlier, the strangest thing to me about mental illness is the fact that people go off of their medications. Now, I take a bunch of medications every day, okay? Blood pressure, heart, cholesterol, all that all that kind of fun stuff. Cholesterol's under 100, believe it or not. But anyway, um, I can't imagine going off of those medications, okay? It's just not going to happen because I need to take them for optimal health. But if, if you have somebody in your family who is mentally ill and then they start feeling great and they go off their meds, I mean, look out. It's uh, Katie bar the door and it's got to be hell. 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And are you happy? If you've got somebody in your family with a mental health issue without naming hospitals or doctors, are you happy with the resources that are out there? What are some of the struggles and challenges you have faced? Um, and somebody who has a family member who is mentally ill told me, Tom, you'll never understand what it's like when somebody has a breakdown Friday through Sunday because you can't get a hold of anybody. Uh, you're on WBEN. Welcome to the show. Hello? Norman. Norman in the Falls. Yeah. You are on WBEN, my love. Oh, thank you for taking my calls. How are we today? Well, uh, I'm a singular. That's my preferred pronoun, although my preferred pronoun is also your majesty. So that will suffice. Your majesty is fine. All right. Well, I like to be called Darth. So, okay. So, that's what helps. Yes. Uh, I'm I'm 42 years old. My mother has passed now. My mother committed suicide about five years ago because of mental health. Um, all my life, my mother was uh, schizophrenic. Uh, she was also an, um, an alcoholic. So at a very young age, um, my guidance counselor at school put me in a program called Al-Anon that really helped me out to understand what my mom was thinking. Problem is, she passed a lot on to me. So I definitely understand good days and bad days, like today having a very bad day. I'm stuck at a dead-end job that doesn't know I exist. They just texted me four days ago to come in and to um, interview for a position, and I had to text them back. I'm already an employee for this company. What's going on? Had an interview Um... today, and it, it didn't go well. For whatever reason, it didn't go well. And... You know, some days I just feel like driving my truck right into the falls. What's the point, man? Well, you, know, you, you, um, you, you, you don't want to you don't want to do that because you, you know you, you're going to put a lot of other people at risk. I mean, you got to think you got to think of some other you got to think of the other people in the world. So just do me a favor and promise you're not going to do that, okay? No, not today. Not today. Well, and okay, well, you know, just take it, take it one, one minute at a time. Okay, say not this minute, not not next minute. Um, and look, believe me, I I certainly know what sadness is uh, is is all about. Okay, I get it. But as far as uh, your mother's situation, do you believe? Have the doctors told you that there is a genetic predisposition that you have? 
that was passed on from your mother toward this kind of thinking and behavior? Uh, yes, I, I, I do believe that. Have um, you have I you talked do... have, have you talked to your doctor or a psychiatrist about this and maybe gotten yourself uh, on some medication to at least address the bio uh, chemical component of it? Yes, I have. I um um I have a doctor's appointment once a month. And, and how's that working out? Uh, for the last three years, um, it's been working out really well. Um, this September 19th, I'll be six years clean. So, um, because that's another thing my mother passed on to me was addiction. Um, I was born in 1981. I was one of this, one of this country's first crack babies. At 42 years old, I own my own home. Um, I had my own business up until the beginning of the year. We had to close down, um, due to many issues supply chain staffing, my mm-hmm. own mental health taking a toll on. Uh, there's many reasons why we had to shut down the pizzeria at the beginning of the year. Now, I'm, I'm very sorry to hear that. One, one of the things you might talk about, and again, I'm not a doctor, but if you're having these thoughts that and it sounds like you're going into a depressive phase, you might talk to your doctor about maybe changing the medications that you're on. Maybe you're not on the right medication for you right now. And that's one of the things I hear from people is trying to find exactly the right medication or combination of medications is like trial and error. Yes. That, and it takes a while for your body to build up to the meds. They, like some people think, oh, I'm going to take this pill and and be okay overnight, and the medicine doesn't work that way. Yeah, and plus, if you're if you're drinking, your are you drinking a lot? Uh, alcohol? No, I haven't touched the substance in six years. Okay, I just I wasn't sure when you said clean. I wasn't sure uh, if you were clean of everything. Hey, um, hold on, man, because I, I appreciate your bravery in uh, coming on and talking to us, and I want to talk to you a little bit further about this. Uh, let's get back to the calls on uh, WBEN. Um, Norman in uh, Niagara Falls. Uh, so anyway, Norma, we're talking about uh, the situation, obviously, with your mother uh, committing suicide, your own mental health. It sounds like you've had your ups and downs. And does it sound to you like a good idea to talk to your doctor about maybe changing up the meds if you're starting to think that maybe life isn't worth it? Uh, yes, I am very open and honest. Um, I have to be open and honest because of my sobriety. Um, if I start lying, that means I can lie to myself and start taking that drug and hide it until my wife finds it or starts noticing the difference in my personality Hmm. and things like that. So I don't lie at all. Even when I know I should, I don't. And some people accept it and other people don't like it. Is your wife, is your wife understanding, is your wife understanding and supportive of your situation? Because, you know, a lot of times, um, caretaker burnout can be a real thing and obviously i'm sure you're well aware of this you know your situation your condition is going to put a strain on your loving wife yes um she is that's why she goes to my appointments with me she has read multiple 
books on how to deal with me, how to live with me, and also how to love and support me when there are bad days where I just can't get out of bed, man. Like, just looking at life as a whole in, in, in general, just everything that's going on, you know, like... Like, we're being honest and real, like, this architect down in New York right now, being a serial killer, like, dude, life that people would kill and have killed for, and you're throwing it away because you don't know how to talk to your wife about the way you want to have sex in your bedroom. Like, it frustrates me. It, it gets me angry at humanity, at life, at the world, and... Well. Without without yeah. claiming without claiming to have a PhD allegedly, or an MD, allegedly, he, well, sorry, you I don't know want to get your show in trouble. No, you're not going to get you're not going to get me in trouble. Uh, but let me just let me just say that I think for your mental health, because obviously you're a very sensitive guy, you're obviously uh, in touch with your feelings, and this is probably not in my best interest to say this, but the less media you consume, I think the happier you are going to be. And I think that includes social media as well, because I'll tell you, um, there's there are a lot of bad things that happen in the world, a lot of good things that happen in the world, but obviously the media, you know, we focus on the, the worst. We don't talk about the planes that land safely. We talk about the ones that don't. Um, but I, I wish you the best, and I wish your wife the best, and I'm very happy that you have a uh, very supportive partner with you, and I appreciate your call, man. I really do. And hang in there, okay? Yeah, I will, man. Like I said, it's one day at a time, man. Yep. Well, I'll just keep that in mind. And sometimes it's got to be one minute at a time. Thank you, Tom. All right, man. Take care. It is, uh, no, that's, uh, I mean, this guy's been living with this uh, for years, and his mom committed suicide after uh, being a paranoid schizophrenic, I believe he said. And, uh, you know, obviously I would think that there would be a genetic predisposition, but we certainly uh, wish him the best. Talking about uh, mental health, I mean, every, uh, to me, people talk a good game about mental health. And we must not stigmatize the afflicted. But uh, I don't think that it's actually translated into society as a whole. Somebody has diabetes. Oh, they got diabetes. Somebody's got heart disease. Oh, they got heart disease. Somebody's got schizophrenia. Uh-oh. Look out. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.